to Sunday Morning, a weekly podcast presented by Church Without Walls of Greer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you and bless you and lift up your holy name. You're worthy of all praise and glory and honor. Thank you for this day. Thank you for um, the day that we celebrate today, Lord, and, and the season. Thank you for your for your um, coming for us, Lord, that you could die for our sins. We praise you and bless you. Amen. In case you don't realize that today is Palm Sunday. The Palm and Palm Sunday is, you know, when you read about it in all four of the Gospels, it talks about how Jesus was outside of Jerusalem. He sent a couple of his disciples in. And he said there's going to be a, a, a donkey or a colt that's never been broken there. You know, go and get it. And if somebody asks you, you know, what you're doing, say the master has need of it and they'll deal with it. And so they went and did that. And they were untying this colt. And they're like, hey, what are you doing stealing my horse? <laughs> my donkey. The master has need of it. Oh, okay, go ahead whatever yeah it's all to fulfill it was all to fulfill prophecies right and and we look at that and a lot of the people in jerusalem looked at that entry saying okay we finally have a messiah and what they deemed the messiah more important in the physical aspects instead of the spiritual aspects the people in Jerusalem and Israel were considering that they needed a Messiah to save them from Rome because Rome was corrupt and unjust and, you know, the bad guys. And they were all those things. And they needed, you know, to be out from underneath the pilot's thumb and you know, all this and that. And so that was what during the triumphant entry, they thought they were going to get. That's what they were thinking. Maybe not everybody, but most people were. And Jesus rode into Jerusalem, and you know they shouted out, Hosanna, and God with us, and they put down the palm branches in front of him, and they celebrated, and it got everybody's attention, and the chief priest was like, we got to do something about this. And that, you know, wasn't the worst thing. Pilate saw that. They were like, uh-oh, there's going to be a riot. But no, I've heard good things about this guy. Jesus went to the temple, and he was teaching people and healing people. He saw the, the widow. That's where when the widows might, because, you know, people were coming to give their offerings. And this, he saw this lady put in her two last pennies and said, you know, she's given more than any, any of these other people. It's also when Jesus went down to where they... Uh, the, the money changers were. And uh, that was a pretty cool place because the street, the area where the money changers were, where they sold the offerings and, and they changed money for temple currency and all that, is Jesus would have come in on the, the across the, from the Mount of Olives, there was a bridge there, and it came in at the top of the temple mount. So he would have been coming in like right into the public area on top of the temple mound. And the money changers were actually down below. And the street level down there is 
was about 100, 120 feet beneath the top of the temple. So it's, it, if you look up now to where the foundation stones of the temple were, it's about 40 feet up. So it's, it's, it's almost like a cliff, but it's a wall, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty cool. So they were down there. So Jesus was up at the top healing people, watching all this, went down there, you know, got righteously indignant, made a whip and drove them out, overturned the tables, let all the, the, the pure animals go. Which I think is also a, a statement on what he what was about to happen because they were there for those animals were to be sacrificed and Jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice so he was saying this is he was showing the world that that was pointless on multiple levels of course when he did that it bit into the pocketbooks of the you know the chief priest and the the uh, scribes and pharisees and they were like uh Okay, now we definitely got to do something about this guy. Because, <laughs> you know, he's costing us money, so... Yeah, I hit my pocketbook. <laughs> That's when we're got to hurt him. You know, we can argue with him. He's a little, you know, he keeps people distracted. But, oh, nope, he starts hurting us. Now we're going to kill him. And that's when they started plotting to kill him. All of this happened, you know, and the people thought, oh, we've got a savior and... The Romans were like, oh, we may keep an eye on him. And the Jews, Jewish leadership was like, oh, we've got to kill him. You know, they were plotting all this. The whole time, the triumph that Jesus was celebrating, yes, he did all that in order to fulfill the prophecies so that nobody could say, oh, well, this prophecy wasn't fulfilled. Well, no, it, it was. Look, there it was. It was fulfilled right there. So he fulfilled all of those prophecies. But Jesus triumphal entry was because he was coming in knowing that he wasn't coming in to be crowned king but to be crucified but to give himself up and you know and he said greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his you know for his brother for a friend for another and that's what Jesus was doing. He was coming into Jerusalem in the triumphal entry, knowing that he was coming in to lay his life down. And, and that's why it was triumphant. And, and I'm sure that he was kind of bittersweet in that moment, you know, because all of these people were celebrating and he knew they had cause for celebration, but he knew that they weren't celebrating the right thing. Because they didn't see what the cause for celebration truly was. And that's where we need to be, is make sure that we see what the cause for celebration truly is and are able to share that with other people. Not that we have to push it on, but, but share it with them. Show them through example that the reason, that, the, that there is a reason why we can be the way we are. And it's because of, the triumphal procession that Jesus came through to lay his life down for everybody. That's where we need to, to sit, to remember, to think, to, to be in a place of appreciation and thankfulness for that part of, the, of Palm Sunday. You know, 
it's cool to think of all the little kids, you know, laying down the palm branches and the people throwing, putting their cloaks on the ground. So his colt didn't even have to walk on the dirt. It was walking on, you know, across a, you know, covered way, a carpet all the way, you know, to the, to the temple. And that's pretty neat. But in reality, it was leading, he was riding, going himself. You know, he wasn't being led. He was going himself, leading the way to the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice. And he was showing that he was doing that. That's what the the whole purpose of all that was. It wasn't for the pageantry, but it was to show this is worth celebrating. Up until that point, Jesus always told his disciples, be quiet, don't, hush. He tell people, no, don't go and t- don't tell anybody what happened. Of course, they always did. But you know, he'd be like, no, just shh, hush, quiet. You know, he did stuff out away from. The, you know, he wasn't trying to to draw attention. This is the first time where he actively was like, "Yep, I'm all that and more. I'm not what you think." <laughs> Yes, I am Messiah, but it doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> was the quote from, uh, was it Princess Bride? I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> and with Messiah, that's, uh, I think, a true statement. We, we often think it means one thing, and in actuality it means something completely different. So, what I want to think about this week is we're coming up to Easter, you know, Good Friday is the day that he was, you know, crucified. The The Last Supper happens after this. Right now it's Passover, this past, this weekend Passover started um, in Israel and the Jewish calendar. So we're aligned very closely, you know, with the time when Jesus died. It was a little bit, Passover was a little bit later, so, you know, the Cycles change, time frames, but Easter was a little bit earlier, Passover, you know, whatever. <laughs> it was the, the time change, the, the cycle change. But um, we have to think about all of the things that happened during this week. There was you know, Passover, there was the, the story of Jesus going to the garden to pray after, after you know, the Passover feast, after Judas betrayed him you know, um, telling them that one of them was going to betray him and knowing who it was. And I often wonder, did Jesus do that so that Judas could repent? Or did he just do it to say, hey, I know it's... Because he said, you're going to betray me. What you're going to do, go and do quickly. It was like he was giving him permission or something. I don't know. Well, I feel like God gives us free will to do what we want. I mean, he knows True. what the end-all, be-all is going to be, but we have free will to we do. decide what we want to do, so maybe that's kind of in line with that, where he wants us to do the right thing. Right. Be his follower, you know, you know, stay with him, but he knows that we could, or, or whatever. Well, you know, just a thought. Well, I mean, and that's true, but on the other hand, I, I've often thought, you know, Judas betrayed Jesus but if he hadn't have, 
would the crucifixion have happened at that point in time? You know, it probably would have some some way or other, but yeah, I, I don't know. Of course, there was another prophecy in Isaiah talking about that betrayal, so it kind of needed to happen like that. So, but you know, he he's all of this stuff happened over the next five days. The, like the entirety of you know not the entirety eighty five percent of Christian faith was planted over the next five days mm-hmm. there was a lot of life that Jesus lived and his teachings outside of that maybe maybe eighty percent because the Sermon on the Mount didn't have you know so there were of things that didn't but but there was a lot of stuff that's crucial to faith, the Christian faith, that happened over the next five days, or starting today, going forward. So consider that this week. It's a momentous time. It's a, you know, And not only is it momentous spiritually, but there's stuff going on in the world today. We don't know what all of I know that there's been several times where it's just like, uh, I don't know what's going on, but God help. <laughs> whatever it is, it's, it's something. <laughs> so all we can do, I mean, it, not all we can do. What we can do in that situation is just pray, God have your will. Because we don't know enough to be able to pray you know, one way or another. But we can say, God, have your will. You you work things out. And if there's something I need to do, help me know what it is. <laughs> you help me to do it. Because there's a difference. Sometimes we know what needs to be done, but we're like, eh, I don't want to do that. Are you sure that's what you want? <laughs> Are you sure you want me to do that? Yeah, don't argue with God. Just just do it. I mean, just but even it, but even that, that's a good point. To think about because even Jesus in Gethsemane was like, God, are, are you sure that's what you want? <laughs> are, are, you, are you sure it has to be this way? Just double check. All right. <laughs> Not my will, your will. I want to do what you want, but I just wanted to ask, make sure. You know. So even when we get to that, I've. I've you know, I've known in the times where I've felt guilty asking God, are you sure? And it's like, well, wait a minute, Jesus did that. It's it's all right. You still want to be willing, you have to be willing to obey and do what he's showing you, but there's nothing wrong with double checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so consider that this week. Does anybody else have anything else to add? As it is Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. triumphal. Entries. <laughs> All right. Well, Lord, I pray that you'll help us to listen to you, to hear you, to follow you, Lord, both in the triumphal things and at the in the garden and all of the stuff through this week that happens, Lord, coming up to Easter, Jesus up to the crucifixion and then Easter. 
Lord, we praise you and bless you. We lift up your holy name. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for, for being willing to, to fulfill the prophecies just because they were prophecies that you, you didn't want people to have to argue about or be to, you know, concerned about. To be able to see this is the Messiah. Lord, we thank you that you are the Messiah and that you came not to free us from political stuff, but to free us from spiritual bondage and slavery. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to Sunday Morning Podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity. Christianity.